here's a message from Ken Lavica. I think we're allowed to talk about this now. Do the Bills and Bengals still need to finish that game? Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. So, before everybody gets mad at me, okay? Before everybody gets upset with me, it's all about Damar Hamlin. That's all we should, I agree, I agree. That's all we should worry about. That said, that said, the reason I'm dipping my toe into the Bills, Bengals, do we play that game waters is because of the tweet that was sent out an hour ago by the Buffalo Bills. Per the physicians caring for Damara Hamlin at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, Damara has shown remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours. While still critically ill, he has demonstrated that he appears to be neurologically intact. His lungs continue to heal, and he's making steady process. We are grateful for the love and support we have received. So exceptional news surrounding young Bills safety, Damar Hamlin, Kair Elam, the Benjamin product, the Bills corner. He tweeted this morning that Damar Hamlin is now awake. Uh, there are reports he is responsive. He is um, uh, he is is able to squeeze hands with those who are in his room to communicate. So that is exceptional, exceptional news. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the hot and muggy intracoastal. Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights, radio life partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And from her Dominican domicile in Orlando, it's the Dominican queen, Jeanette Javier. And Jeanette, before we dive into Bill's Bengals and whether or not we need to play that game, I will say, based on the photo that you sent yesterday and again Jeanette uh, spending the month of January with mommy up in Orlando Jeanette did an exceptional job of weeding the backyard in as far as my observation is concerned now mommy is is making you do uh, a chore per day when you're on the air because if you're going to be on the air for two hours every day you might as well do something around the house I give you passing marks on that weeding of the backyard Jeanette uh, yeah, let's go straight to the store. Well, hold on, uh, mommy. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. It is time now for Jeanette's January on air chore. <laughs> new year, new beginnings, new energy. But if you move back in with mommy in Orlando, she puts you to work. Time now for Jeanette's January of on air chores. There we go. Just had to get that one off. And we welcome to Ken Levick alive for the first time. It is Mommy here on ESPN 106.3. Mommy, buenos dias, como esta? Buenos dias, uh, how are you? Very, very good. It is a pleasure to have you, the woman who gave birth to the Dominican queen herself, Jeanette Javier. It is Mommy here on Ken Levick alive. Now, Mommy, <laughs> I, have to, I have to say, um, I... 
Me now, as, as a father of two, I have so much respect for what you're doing. Your daughter comes back for the month of January. You're not going to let her just sit there free ride uh, there at home. If she's going to be on the air every day and on the phone for two hours, she needs to do something to contribute uh, uh, around the house. I, I have great respect for you with that, Mommy. Well done. Yes, at least, you know, something. Something. Anything. Anything. Yes. Exactly. You raised the woman, for God's sake. The least she can do is weed the backyard. So before we get to today's chore, because this is going to be every time that Jeanette is on the show, she has to do a chore while she's on the show. How would you grade the weeding of the backyard yesterday? What type of job do you think Jeanette did? Like A, B, C? Yeah. C. Yeah, a C. Oh, a C. What? Yeah, what? A, C, wow. a C plus. Where was it lacking? Why is it not an A? What did you see that causes you to, to mark this down to a C plus? Well, she had like four areas <laughs> to weed out, uh -huh. you know? She only did two. Oh, that's oh, so lazy. God. That very, is... very lazy. And she was complaining about her hands. I broke a nail. Oh. I broke a nail, Mommy. Hey, you don't talk to me that way. <laughs> so, so, you know, let's see how today's goes. Yeah, yeah, let's see how today goes. Because I, what I want to divulge to you as well, Mommy, is that uh, Jeanette complaining about her hands and her broken nail. What oh, you yeah. don't know is she sent me, she sent me a, a photo yesterday after the show oh look at the clouds so she was prepared to complain about anything to get out of doing all four spaces of the backyard i'm very disappointed in her mommy that's not a good start for her what <laughs> yes 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 you should be talk to her please you know? <laughs> so so a c plus on the weeding of the backyard and so mommy today what is the chore that jeanette is going to have to perform that hopefully she does a better job than weeding the backyard well, she needs to do them all. She needs to do overtime. Oh, oh. Uh, yes. She needs to fold the shopping bags I use okay. to, you know, yeah. That's sure, the, the plastic shopping bags that you would get at like a Walmart or you get at Publix or Sedano's. And so Jeanette needs to take all of those because I'm sure she just tosses them in a basket somewhere, probably near the washing machine. That's where they go in my house. And so you need to put them, you need to fold them into a tiny compact uh, area so you can just pull one. And what do you use these for, Mommy, these, these shopping bags? What do you use them for typically? Why do you save these? Because, you know, they're very useful to pick up um, Barclays food. Uh -huh. um, That's my dog, not the actual basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> the small garbage cans, right. that's what I use them for. Yep, they're it, very useful and they save me money. Yeah, Exactly. And that is being extremely financially intelligent. And you're right. You use them in the bathroom. Uh, like say you use a Q-tip, uh, you you put them in the the wastebasket that's usually made of plastic or some sort of straw material in the bathroom, and you've got the the shopping bag in there, and that's your liner. Uh, and of course for dog poop, it is perfect, mommy. Uh, excellent. I appreciate it. We are going to get Jeanette on this. We are going to also tell her to finish groups three and four of the backyard. Uh, Very with, good with the weeding, and so I'm on it. I am representing you the entire month of January to make sure Jeanette uh, gets the job done. And I'll apologize on, on her behalf for yesterday for complaining. When then, what did she do, Mommy? She went to an Orlando Magic game last night. She went to a Magic game, went out with her friends without finishing the backyard. 
Yeah, she did, but you know, it's okay because they won. Ooh. <laughs> Palo Ben Carlo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so it's okay. They won. But mommy, I really appreciate it. And uh we will we will talk to you again. Uh I guess Jeanette's back on Wednesday of next week. Is that correct? I believe so. I yeah. hope I hope never at this point. <laughs> have her have her do do all the bats today. Okay. No, just like one or two, you know, all of the bats. All of the bats. Okay, so we're going to have Jeanette count them as well so we can keep track. Mommy, what? Mommy, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday, okay? Bless you guys. Uh, that is Mommy. That is Jeanette's mother, Mommy, in Orlando. Uh, so, Jeanette, uh, if you could, during the break, if you could count those uh, those shopping bags so we can I keep proper track. I would love to do it. Is this... there a ton of them? Are there, like, an awful lot of them? Yeah, I'll post a picture of it. I would love to count these plastic bags. <laughs> Oh, so good. Uh, Ken Levinga live here on ESPN 106.3. So that's the debut of our new segment, Jeanette's January On Air Chores. Um, So I suppose it's okay to get to the discussion about whether or not we need to see the Bills and Bengals continue that game that was halted with 545 left to go in the first quarter on Monday when DeMar Hamlin uh, came up with the tackle of T. Higgins, stood up, collapsed onto the field, went into cardiac arrest, nine minutes of CPR, had to be resuscitated, uh, and has been in critical care since at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Again, as we started the show, telling you all indications are the improvements have been substantial. He's still in the ICU, however, uh, is awake, is communicating. It's exceptional, and it is uh, something that should be extremely encouraging to everybody uh, that has followed Damar Hamlin's saga. So now comes the discussion about whether or not we actually play the game. We actually finish the game. Before I get into any reasoning why the game should be played, just on its face, gut feeling, Jeanette, do you have desire, do you believe that Bill's Bengals should be played at some point before the postseason starts? Yeah, I just haven't really thought about it. It should be played, but I I, I don't think so far it's okay to discuss the logistics of it. Um, so, so let me ask you this: When is is the time to discuss it? Because the playoffs are scheduled to start uh, ten days from now, so like the clock is ticking. Um, when he is fully recovered, well, or that's... at least more conscious than what he is now. Got it. Got it. Yeah, because fully recovered might be like not till. Yeah, I that's why. But like, is he like is he more responsive than gripping hands? Can he? Sure, sure. Say like three words. Well, and this or... is. This is where it does get uncomfortable. I'm glad you're actually bringing that up. This is where it gets uncomfortable because the NFL is unwilling, like Jeanette, to actually broach this topic yet. The NFL has stayed away from it. Um, Sure, behind the scenes, I'm sure there's been tons of discussion about what do we do, but publicly, the NFL has given nothing, absolutely nothing, because I think... Like Jeanette, and by the way, Jeanette, congratulations. You're on the same wavelength as the NFL. I know you're a huge fan of that. Um, Uh, uh, I don't know. We have had. I don't know. I have. I will tell you, Demar Hamlin and what happened. It has caused us to have some weird bed partners over the last couple of days. Like me, <laughs> me defending Skip Bayless and me defending the NFL. Jeanette defending the NFL. We are in some weird, uncharted territory here. Um, but. Uh, the NFL has been unwilling to put out any contingency, to make any sort of announcement, anything. Stone, your gut feel. 
Does this game, Bills Bengals, need to be played? Got major implications, right? We're talking about a possible one seed, the Buffalo Bills, um, eleven and four, right? Eleven win team, twelve win team. I, I, yeah, it's important. It is a tough discussion to have, and uh, a lot of people have said a lot of different things. Obviously, no statement from the NFL, but yeah, on its face, I do think this game needs to be played. So let's go through this right now. Okay, this is without the Bills and Bengals playing the game. And through the power of math, Bills-Bengals, if they don't play, it means they will have played one less game than every other team in the NFL, which then automatically will help them when it comes to win percentage. That's a tiebreaker for postseason seeding. Does that make sense, Jeanette? You play one less game than everybody else, and that is going to help you with win percentage if you have the same number of wins or same number of losses as another team that played... uh, They played 16 games, another team that played 17 games. That makes sense mathematically? Yes. Okay. So I just want to make sure. Like, I'm legitimately asking because I am a dope. So the way it stands right now, okay... Current AFC standings with the win percentage based on who has played how many games at the top of the AFC. Right now, the Chiefs hold it at 13-3. and three. Right behind them, the Bills at 12-3. and three, And the Bengals are at 11-4. and four. So here is the hypothetical. If the Bills and Bengals don't actually play or resume the game from Monday night, if the Chiefs beat the Raiders on Saturday, it's pretty much all elementary for the one seed. The Chiefs are the one seed. That would be the case if the Chiefs won out and the Bills won out. The Chiefs would still be the one seed in this situation, correct? Correct. Okay. So, if the Chiefs lose on Saturday and the Bills win on Sunday, playing one fewer game than Kansas City, the Bills would then leapfrog the Chiefs. The Bills would finish 13-3 and with an 81.2 winning percentage. The Chiefs would finish 13-4 and with a 76 and a half percent win percentage but the bills playing one less game have that better win percentage they don't both finish 13 and 4 and in that scenario the chiefs would have a chance at still maintaining the one seed but if the bills don't play then that chance is shot so there's your first your first issue with the bills and Bengals not playing that game right the Bengals still have a chance to be the one seed but if the bills and Bengals don't resume their game then the Bengals' chances at the one seed and the week off going into the divisional round, that's done. That can't happen. Due to percentages. But they'd also automatically become the AFC North champions. That would end that race as well. And so that obviously would be frustrating to the Ravens in that spot. That could wreak havoc on the Steelers in their late chance to get in to the postseason as well. So that alters things if that game is not played, okay? The Bengals would also be able to leapfrog the Bills for the two-seed, depending on what happens Sunday, because they'll end up having a better win percentage without playing the head-to-head, which would obviously alter everything if both of those teams had played 17 games. I know it's a little bit difficult to follow, but as you can see, 1, 2, and 3 in the AFC, um, 
being able to have a bye week before you start your playoff run as opposed to jumping right in. There are three teams that are affected greatly, and two of them are teams that watched a man basically die on the field Monday night in Cincinnati. You see what I'm saying here? Like There appears to be a significant amount to play for. But despite all of that and all those machinations, what I would tell you is that it, is there going to be an NFL team? Do you think there's going to be an NFL team that's going to sit there and whine and complain and be upset, be angry about seeding if the decisions made for the Bills and Bengals not to play, factoring in what they went through on Monday? Wouldn't that seem kind of crappy, Jeanette? Yeah, and that's the unfortunate part about this. It's You want to think about football, but I feel like you're – inclined to feel guilty at some degree if you do talk about football especially when it comes to seeding and playoff opportunities it's a weird that's a weird spot to be in but but going back to the question like it's not at the end of the day ugh, i hate to say that it's football and it's playoffs so you, you so you're gonna have to resume that Oh, how about you, Skip Bayless? Come on, Skip. Hate, Come on. I hate you guys yep. so much. I hate you guys so much. Don't ever do that again. First, you say I align with football, and now you're calling me Skip Bayless? <laughs> yeah. As I'm here, yeah. folding Sedano's <laughs> plastic bags? Oh, man. Jeanette is in it. She is in the crap on this Thursday. I absolutely love it. But, but. You're not I wrong. I hate to. it. I mean, you're not. You're not. You're not wrong. And and see, mom about, yelling in the background. Yeah, mommy's saying, "Don't complain. <laughs> Just get <laughs> the job done." Yeah, mommy. Happy times. That's right. Uh, That's right. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> you know what I think ultimately softens the blow, though, is Kansas City will beat the Raiders. Like you don't know that though. Stop it. The Raiders should have beat them in Stop, Kansas City sir. early Stop in the it. year. The Raiders had them beat in Kansas City. Let's not in do the this. Year. Let's okay? not do this right here. Remember Devontae Adams going off you in d- that game? You've not yet put on your tinfoil hat. I will allow you to speak <laughs> if you put on your tinfoil hat, but you can't do that. These guys are fourteen point favorites over Jarrett Stidham for the one seed. Come on. But, Come on, this softens the blow a little. It makes it a little easier. So now we're really discussing that two and three spot. But I suppose when are you playing this game then? Because here's my issue. Yeah. All right. So you're you, both of these teams are playing their week 18 games. The Bills are playing the Patriots. All right. And here's the tough spot I'm in with this as well. The Dolphins need to beat the Jets, but also the Bills need to beat the Patriots for the <laughs> Dolphins to get into the playoffs. How can I get oh on the gosh. air on Monday and and rail on the Bills if they lose? To the Patriots. What can I say? I go, you went through arguably the most traumatic experience of your life, a good portion of you on that roster Monday night. How dare you not beat the Patriots? Like, I can't, my, my, I'm so handcuffed by this. And so that sucks, first of all, but that was very selfish of me to bring that up. But what I was saying is that the Bills are going to play their Week 18 game against the Patriots, okay? The Bengals are going to play their Week 18 game against Baltimore. Baltimore, And then you're going to ask them to go play Thursday uh, on short rest to get this in, or this following hypothetical that Stephen A. Smith broached earlier today on first take about moving the playoffs back an entire week. Here's Stephen A. Smith on his plan for Bills Bengals when he was in with Mad Dog Mike Russo. I think they'll find a way to play the game. Oh, really? Chris Russo. Wow. I think you go through the rest of the regular season. It is possible that you'll push the 
playoffs back and eliminate that bye week for the Super Bowl. Think about it this way, doggy. What team do you know, the other 20, the other 30 teams in the league, who's going to complain about having an additional week off? Because you got to remember, that week, that one week, that's the game. In other words, you make up for the Buffalo-Cincinnati Yeah, next game. weekend. No, no. You can say next weekend, or you can sit up there, play the rest of the regular season out. Right. And then, instead of the playoffs starting that following week, play what the you game. do instead, you play the game. Right. So, in other words, that would be the only game that week and the rest of the playoff, and the playoffs begin the following week. Nobody else is going to complain about having that additional week off. It gives you an opportunity to get healthy as a team, collectively, as a league. You go out there where everybody had two weeks off, the playoffs begin. Boom, here we go. You got healthy bodies that get on the, on the football field, may the best team win. I think that is the scenario that ultimately may end up happening. I don't know this is no inside information or anything like that. I'm just guessing. And I'm saying to you, for me, I find that to be the best case scenario because you continue the regular season, you let it finish out. And then everybody's season is done except Buffalo and Cincinnati who have to revisit that game. They go out there and they revisit the game. You start off 7-3. Absolutely. You start off 7-3 up Cincinnati. Where was it? 5.58 left in the first quarter. You do that. You start it off from that point. You let them finish the game. Why do you? Why is it worth it? Because if Buffalo wins, they're the number one seed. If Buffalo loses, they fall to three. So, I get what Stephen A. Smith is saying there. And again, I uh, before someone calls and rips on me, I know I said Mike Russo, Chris Russo. I had Mike Francesa in my mind. Deal with it, okay? Um, but, um, yeah, what, what team would complain about having an extra week off? But, you know, the teams that don't have the extra week off, potentially, unless they're the one seed, are the Bills and Bengals, who are going to, if you push everything back, they're going to be the standalone game next weekend, and then they're the only two teams that have to start the playoffs on short rest. I don't like that either. That seems unfair because a man had a heart attack on the field on Monday night, that then they're subjected to that. I don't like that. Yeah, but I don't necessarily think it... It does matter. Come on. You can't sit here and say, pray for DeMar. And Bills, we're here for everything you need. Bengals, we're here for everything you need. And then you say, ah, and by the way, you're going to be the one team that has one week of rest going into the playoffs. Because in all likelihood, you're right. The Chiefs are going to beat the Raiders. The Chiefs are going to be the one seed. They're going to lock that up. And so these two teams, it's not like we're talking two teams with a bye anymore. They're both going to have to go in on shorter rest than every other team in the playoffs. And play. Yeah, and the Bengals will bust Jacksonville's ass. And if the Bills no, get the Dolphins and the Bills get the Chargers, they will bust their ass. I, but you can't say that. You're just, you, but you, sure, you I understand not in this NFL season. I understand that, but we're going to be talking about an eight to 10 point favorite on, on a short week notice. Like, yeah, it could get sketchy, but I don't think these teams necessarily care about it. It is the circumstances, it's the nature of what happened. Jeanette, does it seem fair that, like, it's great, fine, you can get that game in. And I agree, we don't need two weeks between the championship games and the Super Bowl. I think that's an outstanding benefit benefit of this. Yes. Get rid of that bye week because that whole thing sucks and it's always sucked and it continues to suck and it will continue to suck years from now when you continue to have a bye week between the championship games and the Super Bowl. But 
Does it seem fair that the Bills and Bengals, after everything they've been through, especially the Bills, you're going to say, hey, guys, let's get this game in, and you either play it Thursday on short rest after your Week 18 game, or you're standalone next weekend. That's cool. But then you're the only two teams that have to go on one week's rest and start the playoffs. Does that seem fair? No. But mm, they deserve the rest, though. Wait, who? Did, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't. Hear the Bells Bengals deserve the rest. Yeah, like, they, they do they need deserve the extra. And that's where I almost wonder if, for them, even if the one seed doesn't happen, no matter where they're seated, I wonder if they just say, "Hey, like, let's just scrap it. Like, let's just get ready for the postseason." And if other NFL teams are mad, I would say expose them. Expose 100%. them. Uh, those teams then deserve to be called out. Like, sorry. Sorry, there. If you truly are going to sit there this week and have guys in your locker room talking about how, hey, at the end of the day, we realize that football—it's not everything. It's not everything. Then live it, L- live, live it, and understand that you know these two teams. I, I, I would angle towards them not playing it. I honestly don't see the point. If you're truly going to be sympathetic to the plight of these two teams in a DeMar Hamlin, I don't see the point in playing this game. Tiebreakers tie come into play. One through three comes into play in the AFC seeding. I understand that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, does it really need to happen? Can't we just move on? I'm with you because we are talking about two of the best teams in the entire league. And I don't think they would necessarily care when it really came down to it, who they see and when they see them and how they see them. But for the Bills, you're in the toughest spot because you've gone all season wanting to play in front of Bills Mafia, wanting to have that buy, and now you don't get it. Circumstances, yes, we all understand. But I think because these are the two best teams in the league, or arguably some of the two best teams in the league, I don't think it would necessarily matter to them. Should the Bills and Bengals end up finishing their game? Should the Bills and Bengals finish their game, keeping in mind that there are playoff scenarios and significant playoff seeding still at play? It affects a number of teams uh, should the Bills and Bengals still play? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Should the Bills and Bengals still play, still finish their game, and what should the plan be? Should they play, and what should the plan be? 888-760-3776. 888 888- Seven six zero three seven seven six and on Twitter at KLV one zero six three. That's eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. You know what I keep going back to, Jeanette, is what? you remember when there was the four game suspension for Deshaun Watson, right? And the NFL came in and said, nope, 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 not good enough. Even though it was the most severe suspension uh, that we've ever seen for anything off the field uh, because the NFL's done a terrible job of punishing its players. Um, but they came in and they, they, they kneecapped the, the independent arbiter and said, no, we're here to save the day. Deshaun Watson is suspended 11 games. Um, Roger, Roger, why 11? Why, why 11? That seems like an arbitrary number. That's weird. And then you look at the schedule and it's so they could highlight Deshaun Watson coming back against his former team, the Houston Texans. And it all seemed like a huge money grab, right? It all seemed like a huge attention grab. It keeps crossing my mind that the NFL would reschedule this game in part to make television partners happy. Like, we wouldn't put it past them, right? Of course not. 
I mean, again, one of the most offensive things you guys have ever said is that I agreed with the NFL on something. <laughs> um, offensive. Straight up offensive. Um, <laughs> and then proceeded to call me Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that was offensive, and I actually, in retrospect, what, apologize for it, even though I thought it was funny. What would be the, the gendered thing for Skip? Like, what's the girl Skip? Uh, oh. Skippy? No, Skippa. Do not Skip, call Skip, me Skippy. Skip, Skip, I am Skip, not a peanut. Skip a Bayless. Skip. No. Skip Bay. Skip is Skip Bay. Skip Bay. Skip Bay. B A E. Skip Bay. But but Jeanette, we wouldn't we wouldn't put it past the NFL to be like, hey, ESPN, you only got half your commercial inventory. Like, you wanna you wanna you wanna have this game? Wanna have this game on Saturday? No, I wouldn't put it past them at all. It, That's probably the first thing that they're doing. It's ridiculously tough spot because this is a popcorn matchup. I know it is a popcorn matchup, but you you understand, though, if a fan says, well, damn it, this is a highlight game of the year. It's a popcorn matchup, as you put it. <laughs> um, you know how selfish that sounds? I do. I do. It's so I, stupid. I do. It is very I, meathead. I fully it's understand totally meathead. how meathead it is. I do understand that. Let me but, get my popcorn out. But God, <laughs> bro, this is like was the most highly anticipated game of the season for everybody. I it it is tough because again, you'd like the game played and you'd like every team to have their full seventeen games, right? And you'd like all of the seeding to be exactly how uh, the, the way you've played for it for what will end up being 18 weeks during the course of the regular season. Yeah, it's not season. a want, it's a need. Um, but, but from a human side and from a does-it-really-matter side, I mean, one through three, Chiefs, Bills, and Bengals, okay? If they're all that good... Do they need to have a one seed? Do they need to have the path to the Super Bowl going through their city? Now, I would argue that Buffalo would benefit most because where have they gotten tripped up the last couple of years? Every time. Kansas City. Mm-hmm. We saw Cincinnati, other than their wild card game against the Raiders, go on the road and take care of business and route to the Super Bowl last year. So it obviously doesn't matter to them. It's a tough spot, though, because if you're the Bills, you want your chance to win out with those two games and give yourself the one seed. It's tricky. It's extremely tricky because, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Bills, absolutely, if they win out, they hold the tiebreaker against the Chiefs because of the win in Kansas City. Yes. That's tough. That's really, really tough. Tough day to be Sean McDermott. (sighs) Tough day to be old Rod. So you're the Bills. You're the Bills, and you need all the time you can get to mentally prepare and get back on the field and go on this run where you're going to be the sentimental favorite. You're already going to be the sentimental favorite before DeMar Hamlin happened because you're the Bills, right? Um, And you're the this close team. But now, like the last thing you want is to be forcing something. But you've also been dinged down the road in the playoffs in heartbreaking fashion to be able to have the path to the Super Bowl go through Buffalo or Orchard Park. That would be significant. Should the Bills and Bengals game be finished? Should this game be played? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. William is in West Palm. What's up, Will? Uh, hey, man. What's going on, guys? Happy New Year's to everyone. Hope, uh, hopefully everyone has a great New Year. Uh, uh, the, the game has to be played. Uh, it has to. There's a thing called integrity. And there's the integrity of the, 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 there's how many players on each team 
sacrifice 17 games to play a season and not have the integrity involved in it uh, uh, come to play at the very end. There's the human element to it. There's got to so be another now, word. The human element. If you were to, if you were to, t- if you were to ask Hamlin, uh, obviously we can't do that. If he wanted to play, he's going to be the first person. If you were to miraculously and God, God willing, come out of this coma uh, or his his condition tomorrow, you'll be the first one that says my teammates have to play that game. Well, Not we don't know that. We don't know that. He could say, wait, I've had my, my whole mind changed on football. It's too violent. Uh, I nearly had my heart explode. So, you know what? Like, maybe they should take some time. He could say that, too. Right. If we're throwing around this hypotheticals. Is, this, is literally, this is literally, look at the, uh, just analyze the situation. This is literally a lightning bolt being caught in a jar. This has not happened. This is something extreme. And and we're all susceptible to extreme things. We could be driving home in a thunderstorm and a, a lightning strike hits our car and blows up. It's happened. Right. Now, I, it, I mean, understandably so. And things. I would probably be a bit squeamish to actually go out in a thunderstorm after that. Now, now, what I want to say. Me I, too. You, I, you give right. me the word integrity. Let me raise um, your integrity with my morality. Does it does it seem overly like we can talk about integrity of competition, but also these guys watch their teammate die on the field and have to be resuscitated. Does it no, seem overly no. moral to have them go out in the field if they actually don't want to play the game and want to get ready for the postseason? Uh, if, well, if they don't want to do it, they have they have an obligation. Uh, I understand where their personal stances are, but they have an obligation. It's bigger than them. How about the owner of Cincinnati? He just, I mean, do you think that home game didn't cost him $14, 15000000 million? Who knows? Uh, I mean, think Will, about the Will, is it Will or Bill? Is it, is it Will or the, the shortened part of your name, is it Will or Bill? Because I don't want to get this wrong. Will is fine. Okay, I'm sorry. I just want to make sure. Will, I don't want, and I'm not trying to be rude here, okay? I promise you. I don't give two solitary bleeps about what the billionaire owner of the Cincinnati Bengals thinks about his right. his right. ticket sales and appreciate the call. I don't care. And nobody should care. Yeah, uh, Jeanette, no, do you care? Just wondering. Uh, no, I, I, I can give two bleep, yeah. bleep, bleep, bleeps. Also, there is no obligation. Who, obligation to who? The fans? Who These ca- people popping I'm the say, popcorn? And, and, Congratulations. And just like the billionaire owner... <laughs> what I would say too, Jeanette, is I don't give two dams about the fans either in this spot. I don't under like, who obligation to who? Sorry, Stone. Do they have to play? Sorry, popcorn matchup. Yeah. 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 Take your popcorn and go watch. I don't know. Go to the movies. Watch another movie. You know, Avatar. Go I, watch. Good Marvel. one, Jeanette. Go to the movies yeah, yeah, and watch another that, movie. It, that's good, phenomenal. <laughs> just, just fold you, your bag. You nailed that. Just Eloquent. Fold, just Listen, fold I your am, bag. I am, I am not having a good time with these plastic bags. <laughs> but, okay? They but, are never ending. You know, I had this. This is this is really tough to step into. And I had this conversation with somebody yesterday. But as a ball player, twenty four years old, there's a part of me. That's you or Demar Hamlin. I just want to make sure we're being. <laughs> to be honest with you, to be like, honest, you're with... 24 and a ball player, a former ball player. I just want to make sure who are we talking former, about? Former, to be honest, not now. To be honest, both. Be- I, I, I'm thinking about it from okay, his perspective, okay, okay. but if I were put in the situation, and 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 football is family, right? Football is is everything. It is your think about the fans, think about the mafia, think about everything football has done for you. There's a part of me that wants to say, and I did have this conversation with people who are a lot older than me, and they said, of course, Demar would say. 
Go out there and kick some ass. Like, do this thing for me. Like, yeah, that's so I, I, cliche. Dude, though, it is. And lame. It, it, it is. But Win to, one for the Gipper. But to, miss, to dismiss it, though, is wild. Like, we're going on no, a Super Bowl No, I'm not run. trying to dismiss it, but what I'm saying is you can't just automatically say that DeMar Hamlin would be like, brothers, get out there. Let's go. And, yeah, and I don't think there's, there's nobody to make that call. Because Do you say he can't say that or, won't, or he won't we, say that? We've talked about for the last four days DeMar Hamlin and what he does for the community, what he does for kids, his toy drive, how empathetic and sympathetic he is, how uh, he, he, his quote is he tries to tell everybody he meets, I love you, right? So you mean to tell me that if his team didn't have to play and they could get themselves more mentally prepared for the playoffs, that he would say, nope, got to go play that game. The answer to that is sure. But this, he's a soldier. All these guys are soldiers. Like, as cliche as I can be, this is what it I is. I mean, you are being real sure. cliche. You're just like you this. Are, you, you're so cliche. Sir. Sure, I understand all of that. But, God, uh, to dismiss that this guy doesn't want his team to go out there and play, just to divvy it up to that, I think that's even... That's more wild than any cliche phrase that I can throw out Stone there. Stone Klashanowitz here today on Kit I like Alive. We've got Skip Bay and Stone Lake. Skip Bay. And Skip Lake. What did I say, Jeanette? Cliche Stone Lake. Oh, Klashanowitz. Klashanowitz. There we go. Um, and, wow, I don't know what happened to my brain. So, should the Bengals and the Bills play this game? Should they have to finish this game? Play this game. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Real quick update on the Jeanette's January of chores, oh of on-air chores. How are we coming with the bags, Jeanette? Uh, the, the, again, the shopping bags, the plastic shopping bags that have accumulated at Mommy's house Four, at the Dominican six, Domicile eight, in Orlando. Ten, Jeanette's 12, chore 14, on air today since she's 16, living with 18. Mommy for the time being. Um, um, yesterday was weeding the backyard. Today is folding all of those shopping bags. How are we coming with that, Jeanette? I have 18 bags folded. Oh, my God. That's great. Um, no, I, it's it's barely a dent <laughs> in this garden bag. Uh, I have four Sedano's bags, 12 Walmart bags, <laughs> and it looks like six Target. I'm, uh, I'd like to make, do a PSA. Uh-huh. Uh, use reusable bags. <laughs> Don't use plastic bags. But Save how are you going to clean up misery. the dog poop or put it in the garbage cans in the bathroom? Okay? That's all I'll say. I'm defending mommy unequivocally. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican God. queen, and she's folding some bags. Skip Bay. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. So interesting question that I don't necessarily know the answer to, but I think it's interesting. My wife texted me because we were we were talking about the possibility of the NFL rescheduling the game and a little bit of it being like, hey, ESPN, like, yeah, you kind of had your night cut short Monday night. So, hey, you want to you want to be the carrier of this Saturday or Sunday matchup with the Bills and the Bengals to finish off that game and maybe get some more of your commercial inventory in and get caught up. Uh, My wife texted me because, again. Uh, we wouldn't put that past the NFL. Uh, my wife texted me, did ESPN only get half commercial inventory considering they cut to commercial every 20 seconds? Now, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what I will say, and 
this is me talking. This is me if I were Jimmy Pitaro, okay? Or if I were Disney CEO Bob Iger, okay? What I would say is first I would say, you know, we're good, right? But if I went the dastardly um, capitalistic route, what I would say is, uh, yeah, those commercials for those sponsors and partners weren't hitting real well when everybody was worried about the guy dying on the field, right? Like, So even if ESPN got through their entire commercial inventory because they did take so mm. many commercials, I would be like, eh, not exactly sending the messages um, in the, the right frame of mind, what we're going for, for those who paid a lot of money to be a part of Monday Night Football. Um, and again, this is all hypothetical because, again, as I laid out before, I get phone calls yelling at me. I would just say, hey, we're good, right? I don't think, though, either that ESPN would have gotten through its full commercial inventory at all, even though it seemed like they were taking a lot of commercials. I don't think that they were taking a lot of commercials to try and make their partners happy and to try and fire off they as just many didn't commercials know as they to wanted. Say. Exactly. They were scrambling. I mean, mm-hmm. scrambling, trying to give Joe Buck and Troy Aikman time to figure out what can we say, what can we not say, what information can we gather. For sure. Susie Colburn, Booger McFarland, and Adam Schefter had to rush back into the Monday Night Football studios to figure out how in the hell do we do this to get SVP, who I'm sure was not even in his Washington, D.C. studio or anywhere really remotely near it. And if he was, he didn't have makeup. He didn't have, they didn't have cameras ready. The set wasn't set up. I think part of that, all those commercials, were to just kill time until they could get SVP going on SportsCenter. Um, so it's a great question. It is a very good it's question. It's a great question by my wife, but I just I don't know the answer to that, but I think those are some theories that I have about the entire thing. I was wondering, and I didn't want to look it up, right, because I didn't want to even do this, but I was wondering if the viewership went up on the broadcast. Well, people are on Twitter, people are on social media, like, hey, something's going on okay. in this game, and you go click, 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 click as fast as you can to get to ESPN. I've been wondering that for... For a long time, and if that's the case, I don't know if these commercial people can be all that upset. Like, I don't I don't know the answer to that. And, yeah. and again, we're not saying that these sponsors are upset or these sponsors feel as if they need some sort of um, uh, recognition or re-up of their spots or ESPN feels that way. We're not saying that. We're just throwing out like things that have gone through our heads. Um, just, I, just like Skip. I, that's a good question, though. Right, right. Um, that's a good question. What I will say is on Monday night, Monday Night Raw, WWE, their ratings plummeted around the time that everything began there you go. on the field with DeMar Hamlin. Now, their ratings already affected because they're going up against Bills, Bengals, Monday Night Football, but it took an even bigger hit. Um, uh, and this was... Uh, right at that 9 o'clock hour. Pro Wrestling Insider. It was Pro Wrestling Insider that I, I saw with this yesterday, Dave Meltzer. Um, he was saying that it took uh, ratings took a huge hit on Raw, and around the same time as DeMar Hamlin, that would probably suggest that people started to tune into that to see what was happening. Absolutely. Um, For sure. So, But it did seem like, Jeanette, there were a lot of commercials. They went to a lot of commercials Monday night, but I think that was more scrambling than it was, oh, got to get these in, got to make our money. Yeah, it was a distraction. It was, you know, like sometimes when on air here, mm-hmm. you know, if we, if something happens, if the internet goes, poops out, what do we do? We go to break. 
It was, it's kind of like that it, frantic moment where right. you don't know how to handle things sometimes. Right. Or like when I call Chris Russo, Mike Russo, and then I, in the middle of a sound clip, I'm saying, Chris Russo, so that people don't get mad at me. Like, those things happen. You're just stalling for time. Yeah, yeah. It like like happened 20 minutes on, on top of all this, there's a commercial that we all go to sleep as our lullaby at this point, which was brutal, brutal for me to hear, or all of us to hear during the DeMar Hamlin situation, the BK... Have it your way. <laughs> you rule. They're, they're, they're throwing the Burger King commercial right at your face when all this uh. is going on. And it's like, oh, God, just mute the TV. Mute the TV. Now, I know we all experience that. I don't speak for Stone Lebanowitz. I speak for someone who would love to do business someday with Burger King. Yeah. Uh, ignore Stone after that. Burger King, I love your commercial. And if you want to bring in a Whopper and pay me some money to talk about you... Let's do business. I want a Whopper. Whoppers were my favorite fast foods. Mm. Right, Mommy? How many Whoppers did I eat in my life? Oh, Jeanette, you're on to something. Whoppers do rule. Whoppers absolutely rule, and I think sometimes they get a bad rap, and I don't why? know why. Why? Why? Whoppers are great. They're great. Flame broiled and everything. Mm-hmm. How Ugh. good Thank are you, Whoppers? Oh. How good? Now, I want to I want to remind everybody, though, I love myself a Big Mac as well. McDonald's, love you. Burger King, if you want me to talk about you, pay me. There it is. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app. Should the Bills Bengals be resumed, be played? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And again, at KLV 106.3, 888-760-3776. Seven six zero three seven seven six on social media. Jason tweets. I saw Adam Schefter say he does not think they will play the game. Also saw another report from Pro Football Focus that they expect the NFL to declare the game a no contest, nothing official. Just some thoughts of others of which way the league is leaning. And I, I agree. If that's the case, where the league is leaning that way, I agree with the league. I don't think, based on the circumstance, and obviously you love everything to be even playing field, but if you truly are. Life is more important than football, which the NFL has been trying to convey for the last couple of days. Then you don't force this. You don't force this um, because these top three teams in the AFC are trusting that they can navigate through the playoff waters without having to play that Bills Bengals resumption from Monday night. Let's go to Byron in West Palm. Byron's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Byron. What's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I say personal opinion. It's bigger than football. They should not play the game. Uh, professional opinion: If they do decide to play the game, put it in the uh, in the hands of the players. Yeah, let the, players let the players make the decision if they want to go out on the field or not. Um, well, the players and the coaches. Yeah. 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 And see, I would. What I would say, and maybe Stone could agree with me, or you can disagree with me. I don't. I don't care. Um, like we talk about with concussions, sometimes players have to be protected from themselves, right? I, wouldn't right. The, the natural inclination of these players be to, oh, let's put our heads down and go? I, it wouldn't that you run the risk. And I'm not, I'm not, Byron, I'm not saying you're wrong at all. I actually think you're right. But what I'm saying is I also know football players and know that maybe they, they're so used to, oh, let's push through, let's push through, even after something like this that they'd put themselves in a position where they're not ready and yet they still make the call to go on the field. No, no, I think you'd be taking something away from players as high caliber like Stephon Diggs and stuff. No, these guys are going to go out there and, and be running 22 miles an hour and be bashing skulls into each other and doing that. This is what they do. This is what they're, they're bred to do and trained to do. No, I don't think any bit of them would slow down. My problem with playing the game is how can you play it on that Cincinnati Bengals field a week after? That's the part for me. You can't, you can't go like to Buffalo. It's like you're going back to that, that right. place and appreciate the call, Byron. You can't 
go to Buffalo, right? You don't want to play in front of those fans, but you can't just jog onto that field a week later. Like, that's that's where my mind stops as far as wanting to play this game. Jeanette, my thing, too, is if these guys go out there, if this is left to a player decision, and again, it sounds great, and I know how it sounds with me saying, oh, you got to sometimes protect the players from themselves, but how unfair is that after the week that these people have had, right? I, and I'm fully acknowledging that. But um, my fear would be, Jeanette, these guys go out there and they say, yeah, I'm good. Let's go play. Let's do it for our brother. But they're not quite all there and they're opening themselves up because their focus isn't where it typically would be. They open themselves up to injury and they're opening themselves up to something that may uh, unfortunately happen to them um, because they're not fully 100% on football. That's when injuries, a lot of injuries happen is when you're not fully engaged, you're not going full speed 100%, and then that's when you get your knee torn up. That's when you get your ankle broken. Like That would be my problem, Jeanette, is that these guys they're saying they're okay but they're not all there which I would totally understand yes and I can't believe I'm agreeing with Stone on something um what he said it's they shouldn't play this game on the in Cincinnati on that Bengals field um if you want to protect you go the back players, to Detroit what <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying is, do you go back to Detroit? Like, honestly. Yeah, honest. absolutely. Any space that is not them. You do, You want to protect the players from that mental game. They do know they are playing football, and they do know the inherent risks of it. Ryan Clark um, said it poetically Monday evening. You know, like, there's a bunch of cliches that are tossed around, but nobody understands the gravity of it until situations like this happen. They know injuries occur, um, but... To protect them, to kind of give them the right mental space, like play in Jacksonville, play anywhere. Cincinnati ain't it. I agree 100% with Stone. Yeah, on that. and I can't get behind these players not being mentally ready to or prepared to get out there on a field. This isn't Royal Palm Beach High School versus Fort Pierce Westwood. Like this is the NFL. These are well, that was disrespectful. I'm just saying, like those you can worry about 17, 18 year old boys, oh, children not being able to, you know, get prepared and Never go out mind. there and that not wasn't be, as disrespectful as it came right up. and sorry. not be engaged we're talking about josh allen we're talking about joe burrow like we're, you know it's well, it's both tough. guys who were openly in tears on the field for sure four days ago for sure absolutely i i, I don't know i i don't know it's 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 difficult because there are playoff ramifications but also uh these guys watched a guy uh die for a moment on the field on monday should Bills Bengals be resumed? Should it be finished? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Should we go to phones or stone? Should I break and then continue on with phones? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. All right. So, again, should the Bills and the Bengals be resumed? Should they play this game? Should they get back on the field and finish this and get to 17 games? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That is the phone number. Before, however, we go to break, I want to tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of experienced joint replacement surgery uh, experts. Traditional joint replacement surgery taking care of you. New, less invasive treatments. A goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County, 
through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. When we return, an update on how the plastic shopping bag folding is going for Jeanette with her latest on-air chore that was bestowed upon her by Mommy in Orlando. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So interesting question that I don't necessarily know the answer to, but I think it's interesting. My wife texted me because we were we were talking about the possibility of the NFL rescheduling the game and a little bit of it being like, hey, ESPN, like, yeah, you kind of had your night cut short Monday night. So, hey, you want to you want to be the carrier of this Saturday or Sunday matchup with the Bills and the Bengals to finish off that game and maybe get some more of your commercial inventory in and get caught up. Uh, My wife texted me because, again. Uh, we wouldn't put that past the NFL. Uh, my wife texted me, did ESPN only get half commercial inventory considering they cut to commercial every 20 seconds? Now, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what I will say, and this is me talking. This is me if I were Jimmy Pitaro, okay? Or if I were Disney CEO Bob Iger, okay? What I would say is first I would say, you know, we're good, Right? But if I went the dastardly um, capitalistic route, what I would say is, uh, yeah, those commercials for those sponsors and partners weren't hitting real well when everybody was worried about the guy dying on the field, right? Like, so even if ESPN got through their entire commercial inventory because they did take so mm. many commercials, I would be like, eh, not exactly sending the messages um, in the, the right frame of mind, what we're going for, for those who paid a lot of money to be a part of Monday Night Football. Um, and again, this is all hypothetical because, again, as I laid out before, I get phone calls yelling at me. I would just say, hey, we're good, right? I don't think, though, either that ESPN would have gotten through its full commercial inventory. At all, even though it seemed like they were taking a lot of commercials. I don't think that they were taking a lot of commercials to try and make their partners happy and to try and fire off they as just many didn't commercials know as they to wanted. Say. Exactly. They were scrambling. I mean, mm-hmm. scrambling, trying to give Joe Buck and Troy Aikman time to figure out what can we say, what can we not say, what information can we gather. For sure. Susie Colburn, Booger McFarland, and Adam Schefter had to rush back into the Monday Night Football studios to figure out how in the hell do we do this to get SVP, who I'm sure was not even in his Washington, D.C. studio or anywhere really remotely near it. And if he was, he didn't have makeup. He didn't have, they didn't have cameras ready. The set wasn't set up. I think part of that, all those commercials, were to just kill time until they could get SVP going on SportsCenter. Um, so it's a great question. It is a very good it's question. It's a great question by my wife, but I just I don't know the answer to that, but I think those are some theories that I have about the entire thing. I was wondering, and I didn't want to look it up, right, because I didn't want to even do this, but I was wondering if the viewership went up on the broadcast. Well, people are on Twitter, people are on social media, like, hey, something's going on okay. in this game, and you go click, 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 click as fast as you can to get to ESPN. I've been wondering that for, for a long time, and if that's the case, I don't know if these commercial 
people can be all that upset. I don't I don't know the answer to that. And, yeah. and again, we're not saying that these sponsors are upset or these sponsors feel as if they need some sort of um, uh, recognition or re-up of their spots or ESPN feels that way. We're not saying that. We're just throwing out like things that have gone through our heads. Um, just, I, just like Skip. I, that's a good question, though. Right, right. Um, that's a good question. What I will say is on Monday night, Monday Night Raw, WWE, their ratings plummeted around the time that everything began there you go. on the field with DeMar Hamlin. Now, their ratings already affected because they're going up against Bills, Bengals, Monday Night Football, but it took an even bigger hit. Um, uh, and this was... Uh, right at that 9 o'clock hour. Pro Wrestling Insider. It was Pro Wrestling Insider that I, I saw with this yesterday, Dave Meltzer. Um, he was saying that it took uh, ratings took a huge hit on Raw, and around the same time as DeMar Hamlin, that would probably suggest that people started to tune into that to see what was happening. Absolutely. Um, For sure. So, But it did seem like, Jeanette, there were a lot of commercials. They went to a lot of commercials Monday night, but I think that was more scrambling than it was, oh, got to get these in, got to make our money. Yeah, it was a distraction. It was, you know, like sometimes when on air here, mm-hmm. you know, if we, if something happens, if the internet goes, poops out, what do we do? We go to break. It was, it's kind of like that frantic moment where right. you don't know how to handle things sometimes. Right. Or like when I call Chris Russo, Mike Russo, and then I, in the middle of a sound clip, I'm saying, Chris Russo, so that people don't get mad at me. Like those things happen. You're just stalling for time. Yeah. Yeah. And like top, happened 20 minutes. On, on top of all this, there's a commercial that we all go to sleep as our lullaby at this point, which was brutal, brutal for me to hear, or all of us to hear during the DeMar Hamlin situation, the BK. Have it your way. <laughs> you rule. They're, they're, they're throwing the Burger King commercial right at your face when all this uh. is going on. And it's like, oh, God, just mute the TV. Mute the TV. Now, I know we all experience that. I don't speak for Stone Lebanowitz. I speak for someone who would love to do business someday with Burger King. Yeah. Uh, ignore Stone after that. Burger King, I love your commercial. And if you want to bring in a Whopper and pay me some money to talk about you... Let's do business. I want a Whopper. Whoppers were my favorite fast foods. Mm. Right, Mommy? How many Whoppers did I eat in my life? Oh, Jeanette, you're on to something. Whoppers do rule. Whoppers absolutely rule, and I think sometimes they get a bad rap, and I don't know why. Why? Why? Whoppers are great. They're great. Flame broiled and everything. Mm Mm-hmm. How Ugh. good Thank are you, Whoppers? Oh. How good? Now, I want to I want to remind everybody, though, I love myself a Big Mac as well. McDonald's, love you. Burger King, if you want me to talk about you, pay me. There it is. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app. Should the Bills Bengals be resumed, be played? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, at KLV 106.3, 888-760-3776. 760-3776 on social media. Jason tweets, I saw Adam Schefter say he does not think they will play the game. Also saw another report from Pro Football Focus that they expect the NFL to declare the game a no contest. Nothing official. Just some thoughts of others of which way the league is leaning. And I, I agree if that's the case where the league is leaning that way. I agree with the league. I don't think based on the circumstance, and obviously you love everything to be even playing field, but if you truly are 
life is more important than football, which the NFL has been trying to convey for the last couple of days, then you don't force this. You don't force this um, because these top three teams in the AFC are trusting that they can navigate through the playoff waters without having to play that Bills-Bengals resumption from Monday night. Let's go to Byron in West Palm. Byron's on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, Byron. What's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I say personal opinion. It's bigger than football. They should not play the game. Uh, professional opinion. If they do decide to play the game, put it in the uh, in the hands of the players. Yeah, let the players, let the players. make the decision if they want to go out on the field or not. Um, well, the players and the coaches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and see, I would what I would say, and maybe Stone could agree with me, or you can disagree with me. I don't, I don't care. Um, like we talk about with concussions, sometimes players have to be protected from themselves, right? I wouldn't the the natural inclination of these players be to oh, let's put our heads down and go. I, it wouldn't that you run the risk. And I'm not, I'm not, Byron. I'm not saying you're wrong at all. I actually think you're right. But what I'm saying is, I also know football players and know that maybe they they're so used to oh, let's push through, let's push through, even after something like this that they'd put themselves in a position where they're not ready and yet they still make the call to go on the field. No, no, I think you'd be taking something away from players as high caliber like Stephon Diggs and stuff. No, these guys are going to go out there and, and be running 22 miles an hour and be bashing skulls into each other and doing that. This is what they do. This is what they're, they're bred to do and trained to do. No, I don't think any bit of them would slow down. My problem with playing the game is how can you play it on that Cincinnati Bengals field a week after? That's the part for me. You can't, you can't go like to Buffalo. You're, you're going back to that, that right. place and appreciate the call, Byron. You can't go to Buffalo, right? You don't want to play in front of those fans, but you can't just jog onto that field a week later. Like that's, that's where my mind stops as far as wanting to play this game. Jeanette, my thing, too, is if these guys go out there, if this is left to a player decision, and again, it sounds great, and I know how it sounds with me saying, oh, you got to sometimes protect the players from themselves, but how unfair is that after the week that these people have had, right? I, and I'm fully acknowledging that. But um, my fear would be, Jeanette, these guys go out there and they say, yeah, I'm good. Let's go play. Let's do it for our brother. But they're not quite all there, and they're opening themselves up because their focus isn't where it typically would be. They open themselves up to injury, and they're opening themselves up to something that may uh, unfortunately happen to them um, because they're not fully 100% on football. That's when injuries, a lot of injuries happen, is when you're not fully engaged, you're not going full speed 100%, and then that's when you get your knee torn up. That's when you get your ankle broken. Like That would be my problem, Jeanette, is that these guys, they're saying they're okay, but they're not all there, which I would totally understand. Yes, and I can't believe I'm agreeing with Stone on something. Um, what he said, it's they shouldn't play this game on the in Cincinnati on that Bengals field. Um, if you want to protect you go the back players, to Detroit. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying is, do you go back to Detroit? Like honestly, I, yeah, honest. absolutely. Any space that is not them, you don't. You want to protect the players from that mental game. They do know they are playing football. And they do know the inherent risks of it. Ryan Clark. Um, said it poetically Monday evening you know like there's a bunch of cliches that are tossed around but nobody understands the gravity of it until situations like this happen they know injuries occur um but to protect them to kind of give them the right mental space like play in Jacksonville play anywhere since Cincinnati ain't it 
I agree 100% with Stonewall. Yeah, and I can't get behind these players not being mentally ready to or prepared to get out there on a field. This isn't Royal Palm Beach High School versus Fort Pierce Westwood. Like, this is the NFL. These are the, well, that was disrespectful. I'm just saying, like, those you can worry about 17, 18-year-old boys, oh, children, not being able to, you know, get prepared and Never go out mind. there. And that not wasn't be, as disrespectful as it came Right, up. and sorry. not be engaged. We're talking about Josh Allen. We're talking about Joe Burrow, like you know, it's well, it's both tough. guys who were openly in tears on the field for sure four days ago, for sure, absolutely. I I, I don't know, I I don't know. It's 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 difficult because there are playoff ramifications, but also uh, these guys watched a guy uh, die for a moment on the field on Monday. Should Bills Bengals be resumed? Should it be finished? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Should we go to phones or Stone? Should I break and then continue on with phones? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. All right. So again, should the Bills and the Bengals be resumed? Should they play this game? Should they get back on the field and finish this and get to seventeen games? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. That. That is the phone number. Before, however, we go to break, I want to tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of experienced joint replacement surgery uh, experts. Traditional joint replacement surgery taking care of you. New, less invasive treatments. A goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. When we return, an update on how the plastic shopping bag folding is going for Jeanette with her latest on-air chore that was bestowed upon her by Mommy in Orlando. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.